Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined by a very funny stand-up comedian, writer, yes. and poet who you know from such places as TV. Have you oh. heard about this? TV, television? I heard about it. What, what about Harvard it? Harvard Review? Oh, my God. What? Uh, her amazing podcast, In Your Hands, it's the hilarious and talented Lizzie oh. Cooperman! Lizzie! Oh, my God. I am beyond Welcome. thrilled to join you today. Oh, man. <laughs> We're thrilled to have you yeah. here. It's an Great honor. To have you. Very Thank eclectic uh, credits. Uh, <laughs> they are, maybe. <laughs> your show is uh, your show is so cool. Oh, thank you. I wish I had faith in our listeners like that. You you turn it's called in your hands because you put your life in the hands of your listeners. Yeah, and they get to vote on. <laughs> it, what it's you... ruining my life, and it's like major <laughs> shit. It's major shit. It's, yeah. it's absolutely insane. I almost started myself on fire a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I had a task rabbit. It's a long story. First, I was trying to put this dresser together. The episode was called Guy I Met or Dresser Roulette. Do uh -huh. I go out with this guy who I met 
outside a food truck one uh-huh. night, you know, at a bar? Or do I play a game of dresser roulette where I go through my phone and text the last 10 romantic interests? Will you help me build an Ikea dresser? <laughs> It took this. This was like a three episode long saga, and it ended with me having to call a task rabbit who came over. And I saw in the task rabbit's bio that he was a fire performer. And what? Yeah. And I asked him about it, and he goes, I could pretty safely set you on fire. What? And I was like, You mean like at a comedy show? And he goes, Yeah. And I was like, And an episode is born. born. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so. Yeah. So that was one of the options. So the next episode was called This is Fire or This is Us. Do I let this guy set me on fire at an outdoor comedy show? Or do I become a tour guide for the TV show This is Us? (laughs) (laughs) And I am officially a tour guide for that show now. Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? I found it in Backstage Magazine. I was just looking up like, oh, what can I do this week? Because I always wanted to be something kind of interesting or just have some kind of stakes involved. And it said we're seeking people in LA to take, you know, tourists to different locations. It would be oh, me basically like the filming locations. Yes, exactly. Being wow. like, this is where the crock pot blew up. <laughs> oh, a spoiler. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, fuck it. Spoiler alert. That's when they die. That's when we find out. Right? What? Isn't that isn't that when the dad dies? No. That's actually an air fryer. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm still on. I'm still on the second <laughs> episode. Oh, God. <laughs> I started watching because too many people were like, yo, it's so emotionally manipulative. I'm like, let me see this. And I'm like, my. It's underscored with every scene as delicate piano music. Yeah. yeah. And I, I keep ta- telling people that like every every episode has at least one monologue based on whatever object is writing in front of them. Right. You know, like right. for you guys, it could be like, some say life is like a hat. Right. Put it on. <laughs> right. And you know the day is going to go well. But sometimes yeah. you can't find your hat. Right. And that's when you lose God or something like right. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's when your dad <laughs> you, died. You, yeah, right? exactly. Because yeah, <laughs> my hat blew off in the wind. Yeah. And that's and when your crock pop blows up. Is that right, what right, is he right. in the middle of a a monologue about crock pops being like life when it blows up and kills him? No, no, it's not like that. It's a little more dramatic. There oh, okay. is a scene they do that with nachos, and I knew it was coming. I'm watching the scene, and it's you know a couple late at night. Their marriage isn't going well. They're eating nachos, and the woman goes, "You know, life is like a plate of nachos." Oh. I'm like, "No, it's starting again." <laughs> if, I, like, I could feel it coming on, and she was like, "Sometimes you get the top nacho that has a lot of cheese on it." Right. Some, and then there's the middle nacho, and that's fine. Oh my but sometimes God. you just get the crumbles, and I don't want the crumbles in this Ooh. marriage. Right. I if we I've both heard... pick up a nacho yeah. that's connected at the same time, right. I want to figure out how to equitably split yeah. that nacho between us <laughs> and not have it be this passive-aggressive push-pull back and forth over who will get the nacho that's stuck. Oh, my God. There's just a writer in the writer's room like, how are we going to work in guacamole? Like, yeah, it, right. They have to figure out every angle. <laughs> I'm not going to play whack-a-mole with the relationships and our problems like a bowl of whack-a-mole. Okay. <laughs> whack-a-mole. <laughs> I think it's wild when shows have those tropes that are predictable because my wife, Her Majesty, uh, the one that is alive, uh, she watches like Grey's Anatomy. And every time like oh. I sit down and watch, I'm like, what? The-? It, there's always like a seemingly regular thing. And then they're like, 
like a pregnant woman's like, I got to go to the hospital. Then it's like a car accident over out of nowhere. Like right. it always has these weird stakes right. where she'll even call it. She's like, watch, this person's probably going to die like inexplicably in three seconds. And then they do. And I'm like, <laughs> right. Fuck? She's like, it's crazy. And then they tie like, it up with the monologue at the end. Yeah. yeah. Gotta love yeah. Meredith. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. I've right, been right. distracted <laughs> for the past 15 minutes just thinking about how much oh, life is like a. Play nachos <laughs> in so many different ways. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, what are the significant but, locations like when you go on this tour? So, well, she so she sent me the list of locations, some of which are I told her I would keep it confidential. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I guess I have to keep confidential where they are exactly, okay. but it would be like, you know, this is where someone's office is or this is like Okay. Because or the like house exteriors and shit, right? Yes, exactly. Basically. Okay. It gotcha. would be a lo- it's going to be a lot of time in a hot car probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you should definitely go on the tour. Yeah. Oh, y'all, Zeit Gang. If you want to <laughs> yeah. do some fun in LA, hit up Lizzie's. Uh, <laughs> I think we might have <laughs> this to is do us it, Miles. You Seriously, I, just I have ex- a lot of yeah. questions. <laughs> a lot of questions. Oh, okay. I don't. I haven't seen the show, so I don't know about that. Okay. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll act out the entire season for you on the Thank tour. Thank you. Okay. I also have these nachos I got from Seven Eleven. Can right. you do a monologue on this? <laughs> Could you possibly string together an interesting uh, metaphor about how my crumbling marriage is like these nachos? <laughs> Like these feta crumbles? <laughs> All right. And up next, like, so are you in suspense? Like, are you trying? I can't imagine if there was a regular vote on, like, what was going to happen in my life. I feel like I would be doing nothing but refreshing. Like, have you found out if you're uh, driving Uber right. or, or throwing away half of your belongings this week? I have found out. Yes. Mm. I, I got the results Tune today. In. Okay. Friday. And so they vote every Thursday in my Instagram stories. I wake up either horrified or, right. <laughs> or elated, depending on the results. And then I, I do the thing right away. Oh, my God. So what so, is it? What, well, this is daily. Well, I reveal it on the next episode. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I sorry, reveal sorry, it on sorry. the next episode. Okay. No, we only yeah, spoiler. Yeah. This is oh, really no. spoil. This is us on this show. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's we will not. Spoil but, but the last episode, but the episode before was called Spots or Slots. And it was, should I try to like become a regular at the Laugh Factory and get more stand up spots? Which uh-huh. auditioning at the Laugh Factory, you have to wait outside at 4 30 p.m. Jesus. Like during the heat wave. You yeah. know, they call it's like people sitting out there with like lawn chairs and monster energy yeah. drinks, probably yeah. doing their act to the wall. You know, people yeah. are like practicing. Oh, Bleak. Bleak. <laughs> right. Jack, we should go. And then there was a kind of a gambling option as the other one. So Yeah, it's a lot of fun. People should go check it out. Thank you. What is something from your search history? I googled Encanto screenplay PDF to see Mm. if I could find a PDF of the screenplay for the movie Encanto. And I and I did. I was, ge- find I was it. guessing that's what you were looking for. And those are good. That is good search term Thank for you. that. Thank you. Nice. It was successful. Well searched. <laughs> what are you doing with the script? Oh, um, I wanted to take a look to see how old the Mirabelle character is supposed to be mm-hmm. uh, when she's like grown up or like, you know, throughout most of the movie. I couldn't tell if she was like a teenager, an adult. Wasn't sure. Uh, we're about to cover it on the Bechtel cast. So. What? I wanted to, yeah. <laughs> Watch out, world. What? I mean, seriously, though, that is that is a great, mm. great episode that I'm very excited to listen to. What did you find out? Or should should we tune in to, to find out? It's a big, 
I don't think that's too big of a spam. No, uh, she <laughs> is 15. Oh, okay. So, right. Yeah. I could see that. That's definitely on the young side, but I feel like movies always in the described age, like err on the young side, mm-hmm. you know, They're like well, Chief Brody from Jaws was actually uh, 17 years old. You, you didn't realize that <laughs> <laughs> because because they just want it to be like young, sexy, you know, right. So right, they'll just right. always go young. Well, because I assume she was older because i mean that character design yeah could be a 15 year old but also could be like a 25 year old wasn't really sure and then the voice actor Mm. is like a full adult so i was like uh, she's like 21 right uh no it turns out she's a teenager right i I haven't seen it what is what 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 does the what's the character's function to the narrative that makes she's the protagonist ever heard of that uh no because i haven't taken your class so i don't know fancy script words like that you mean the main character Mm-hmm. Why haven't you taken my class? So Wait, that's Encanto? Wait, what? Encanto? That's Encanto? So she's Encanto? Encanto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's Encanto. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're watching with your old uncle. Which one's Encanto? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, got it, got it, got it. So w- wait, so is it sort of vague and if you're like, because so, she straddles like this sort of age group, you're like, are you looking at this as an adult or a child? That's not even important to the story. I was oh. just, I always, you know, do my recap and I wanted to like got accurately it, got it, got say it. like, oh, we, because we meet her when she's like a child at the very beginning. And then I was mm-hmm. like, flash forward to her as, and I wasn't sure if I should say teenager or adult. Got it, mm. got it, got it. So this is all <laughs> very like it's not in, super important to the story how old she is. I just like to be as accurate as possible. I love accuracy. Exactly, and and we just revealed something about who you are. You respect mm-hmm. accuracy. You're not out mm-hmm. here just throwing out concepts. Exactly. That's right. She's a she's like yeah. Flash forward to her in an older vibe, and uh... <laughs> but I do do that sometimes because sometimes, well, sometimes I, info's not there, right? Exactly. Mm. You get I'm trying it. to think of a good like how old that character is supposed to be mystery, and I'm coming up blank. But honestly, like, gang, let us know. Uh, Paddington. No one understands how old right. Paddington is or is supposed to be, except for you. I, I feel I, like you're just to, like, me. Nobody else gets it. He's <laughs> he's ageless. Three hundred and seventy-five. Times mm-hmm. 15, 15 times actors pretended not to be their age in TV and movies, but fooled absolutely nobody. I guess that's, that yeah, that's a little kind different. Concept. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What is something you think is overrated? I would have to say getting on an airplane early or like being the first to board an airplane. Mm-hmm. I know some people might disagree for like overhead bin space, but yeah. uh, I do not want to spend any more time on the plane than I have to, especially because I feel like, you know, especially recently, like there've been so many horror stories of like, Oh, we're sitting there for six hours at the gate before we take off and yeah. like all this stuff. So why add any more misery to that than you have to? So what's your, what's your, how does your timing work? Like, do you, you're like, fuck it. I'll be in group. Fuck out of here at the end. I don't care. Like, I don't like, yeah. what, what's your, what's your methodology to ensure that? Like if you are, if you're in an early group, you're like, you know, I'm a, I'll I'll go with everybody else at the end. Yeah, sometimes I'll do that. And it's also like, so we have a really small airport in my town. And so it's like, there are like, the planes are so small that your bag doesn't fit in the overhead anyway. So everybody always has to like check it plane side. And so I'm just kind of used to that. But yeah, just kind of hang out the gate. It's, It's fun to like watch everybody like jockeying to get 
you know, their premiere <laughs> right, 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 status, right. points, whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Just like watch all that unfold at the game. It's like the yeah, it's like the equivalent of people like dudes in the key, like when a free throw's be, about to be yeah, shot. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, hold on, let me. I'm about to get my box out in front of this box out. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. What group are the, you? With? The okay. little arm thing they do where they put yeah. their arm on top of each other. I like to do that with a stranger if I'm sitting <laughs> next to them on a plane. Just like put my arm above theirs just to make sure they know who's who's boss. And you're like, what group are you in? They're like. A, you're like, oh my, okay, my bad. Yeah, I like to, I'm, I like I'm, to get in there early, you know, fill up all the overhead space with just mm. every everything I have with me, and then just establish a very wide stance in my yeah. seat. Yeah. In the you know, taking yeah. your jacket out of your bag <laughs> yeah. and putting yeah. it in there. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely like I I now especially with like mask off plane like riding, I'm like eh. yeah. I'll go, I'll take as a few breaths in there as I need yes, to now. Absolutely. But in the before times when bin space was at a premium, I was fucking shameless. <laughs> like Jenna, I would, I will con man my way onto like, and if we have any uh, armed forces, uh, people in the military, active duty, I'm like, yeah, right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I got to get in here, bro. I see everybody got a fucking rolly bag and I'm not yeah, checking yeah. this shit. I will steal some valor. You're like counting the rolly bags like people card count. Yes. Like, okay, that's 45. That's, have you ever done that? We're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble here. Mm. Uh, I've never done that. Oh, no. I have. I Well, not like that, you know, sort of precise, but I am like, ooh, I don't like these ratios. <laughs> do you, do you, have you ever met people who are such professional travelers? Like they're like George Clooney and up in the air. Like they're like, oh, you're, I, I like this flight because it, flies a 747 from like this year and like those are actually really good and like you just want to sit in business class and it is usually like pre like business people who travel for business a lot and well yeah you got to know what the configuration is up there yeah yeah i'm, is I'm it two three like, is it two two it's a surprise every time i get on a plane i'm like wow it's a big one <laughs> wow <laughs> it goes up in the air <laughs> and yeah that's that's the surprise i look at the people around me i'm like what Yo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, oh, oh my god where are we going yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on one of these buses before. <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? Diet soda. Uh, <laughs> you might consistent. think what? It's very popular. <laughs> what did you say? I said you're consistent, Allison. Yeah. Listen, here's the deal. <clears throat> Have you tried it? It's so good. <laughs> it is so much. It is so much better than water. It's not even close. <laughs> oh my god! Water. I like I the was, water. Is the you were struggling point. with this? I feel like last time. Oh, was yeah. I? Did I talk about it? <laughs> no, That's I mean fine. in some. Yeah. Not that it's the exact same thing, but I feel like this has been something. I'm. You're like, yeah, I think water's all right, but you're like the fucking diet, though. I don't know. I wondered. <laughs> did I say water was overrated? I, I can't remember. Yeah. Either way, I do feel water is overrated. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I was off of diet soda and I'm not even talking about diet Coke or Coke zero ever since I had clear braces as a teenager, uh -huh. the braces themselves didn't stain, but the rubber bands did. Right. Mm. I'm a fan of the clear diet options. Um, right. Okay. And I got off of them for a long time and I was drinking water like all the other human beings. Right. Like a and though chump. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just 
I'm an automaton. I drink water. I go <laughs> yeah. to bed. I get up. I go through my day. Right. You know, like yeah. a robot. That is a good impression just... of me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I it, do you enjoy if if you enjoy water, that was an impression of you. But anyway, <laughs> I recently backslid. Now I'm drinking Diet Seven Up again. And oh my God. Have you guys tried this stuff? <laughs> I had it's, seriously. I had forgotten how good it was. It's like I I realize I sound like someone who is like doing heroin again, and I'm like, Oh my God, have you tried it? It really takes all your pain away. It's so good. But like, oh my God, I, it's so much better than water. Everyone try it. It is really. Diet 7 up. All right. It's so good. Yeah. Refreshing. It's crisp. It's thirst quenching. Now when I go to bed, I put a can of it next to my bed along with my water. Wow. And I drink both in the middle of the night. It's so bad. I, I recognize this. So you don't mind it being a little warm. You, you'll you take I a warm it. diet. I prefer it. prefer it warm. Whoa. Oh, my God. It's wow. not bad, you guys. And I'm, I'm now I'm embarrassed. You got I'm kids, with- Allison. You got kids. And you're living <laughs> like that? You prefer <laughs> Diet seven up by the bed in the night? Like that Are is, you cra- that is do you true. Do you pre-crack it? How, do you, how does that work? So you don't wake no, or you're like, fuck actually, it. actually. Actually, uh-huh. no, because I don't want to wake up my husband right. and I don't want him to know. Um, oh, I have it I in slept- a camel pack under my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I slept through the night and I didn't crack the can and I woke up and I was like, good for me. There you go. Yeah, okay. that's, gross. You. that's gross. Warm, that's gross. I feel you. like warm beverages like really forces you to take in the full flavor profile of a thing. Yeah, Worth and all. I want. So, I mean, it, a true devotee How to warm. a drink needs to be down to drink it like room temp. Room temp, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want it hot. Sure. But... <laughs> okay, well, that's good. We're making progress. We're okay, making progress right, good, good. I don't want it like swim to Bill's pool. Right, right, right. right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, room temp or below. Yeah. Okay, okay good. This um, is a cry for help. Kind so, of, but Allison, I've you should next. Announced it. When it, I think it's going to get up to like the 90s in like a week. Leave a mm. can out for a few hours in the sun and drink it and see if you get superpowers. I feel like you might based on okay. what just like how you're how energized you are talking about. It. I feel like something with the sun's energy just beamed into it might take it up a notch. Just try right. it. Just, okay. Miles, wasn't there like a theory you had about one flavor of LaCroix that was really good warmed up? Oh yeah, passion fruit LaCroix. Passion it was a, fruit. It's an okay. air freshener. <laughs> yeah, if you leave a passion fruit LaCroix opening Open your in your car, car on a hot, on a hot day. day, your uh, car smells great. Fantastic. It's easy. These are the life hacks of uh, our world crumbling into climate change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, passion fruit LaCroix. I don't, and I don't really like LaCroix, but the passion fruit especially has like almost a a musky funk to it. Mm. Wow. Mm. Sorry. Say more. We're a musky, funky show. But you guys you know? like that flavor, I take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also shout out to our band, Musky Funk, uh, the Elon <laughs> Musk fronted funk band. We're really great. Yeah, check it out. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about less important things. We'll be right back. Play that funky music, mine boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. 
Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees. No really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER me Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And, you know, Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you, how do you put into words? What can Half you put into words? Passed on to the netherworld. <laughs> <laughs> and this event hath created many a reaction yeah. from around the world, from former colonies demanding their shit back yeah. to Kanye seeing the light. It is clear that this was a significant event that for many wild. people in their Kanye own ways. Kanye, for real, just... <laughs> It's like this. This really put some shit into perspective. So stupid. He put <laughs> life is precious on his Instagram, releasing all grudges today, yeah. leaning into the light. Best wishes and blessings to Pete, Cuddy, right. and Daniel Cheery. Yeah, so Amazing. he's crushing all his beefs. So you know? crazy. I yeah. Did he actually post that like with he a did. black background? 
There was one where apparently he posted one with where the queen had Yeezy shades on. No. Yes, and it deleted it. That's alleged that there was a post that went up with her in shades. And he's like, okay, never mind. Let me pay some more respect. And the one that's on his page now are like pictures of her in her youth. This kind of makes me wonder what he was like in elementary school. Right. (laughs) Because I used to do stuff like this. Like if a paper was due, I'd have to put my unique spin on it. Like, right. I, you know, I'm not going to do a book report, but I'll choreograph a dance with flashlights. <laughs> like, you know, you I think a little report. bit differently, Mrs. Campbell. <laughs> this is my spin. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it was it really shook him to his core. So he is no longer going to go after that. I mean, bless his heart. I, I'm sure he'll say some wild shit uh, pretty mm. quickly. More collages to come. Yes. Exactly. But looking around, you know, you look at the people of South Asian colonies, former South Asian colonies, um, and just as a primer, you know, the British extracted over a, at a minimum $40 trillion from the subcontinent between 1765 and 1938. So, you know, a lot of fucking wealth was stolen from that. And one of the main ways that occurred was like through basically the British would collect taxes on goods in India then use the, the taxes, those funds they just collected to then buy shit from these people and then send it to England or sell it on for fucking, you know, astronomical fees to other countries. Yeah. But essentially, they're just like inbuilt theft, which and is because, one of the main. Because that number 40 trillion is. Um, that's based high. on what's recorded. Yeah, that's what that that. But it's such, such a big a number that I had my, a hard time getting my mind around it. And so like the GDP of the United States right now Mm -hmm. in the year 2022 is 24.88 trillion so yeah that that is an entire united states that was stolen from them and more yeah Yeah, and more and way way more and and again that's based off the records they could find that's why again historians that actually have an eye on this kind of shit they're like this is again at a fucking minimum where they like, kept right. the receipts. They were like, we're going to do this theft and keep receipts for right. it, which not always the first instinct. Like, then redeem it for a free pazookie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of historians been like, it would have been a lot more clear if the person who's collecting taxes and then the quote unquote buyer of goods was actually just the same person. Mm-hmm. But really, they, one person came for the taxes and then someone was like, hello, I'm here to buy this thing. Just so you uh-huh. know, my pockets are filled with the money that they just shook you down for. OK, here you go. And uh-huh. I'll take that and you have nothing again. So, yeah, I think reparations uh, might be in order there, as many people have pointed out. But one of the most controversial stolen items from the former colony is the, the Koh-i-Noor diamond. And it's breathtaking. You know, at the time, it was one of the largest diamonds on Earth. So naturally, it had to be taken to be given as a gift to Queen Victoria to put in her crown. And the diamond is valued right now like $400 million. Other people just simply describe it as priceless. And this is something the British government has refused to give back on numerous occasions. I think right now it's in like the Tower of London Museum or something. And eventually, I believe Camilla will probably also get to rock that thing. Wow. Deservedly so. I mean, she's put up with so much. (laughs) So much. She's just a fun time. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. You know, she's having a she really did it. But again, yeah. like this has been something the British government has always been like, ah, we're not really giving that shit back. Like straight like David, up, right? Yeah. How David do you Cameron, give it back? Like, do you, I'm picturing, I mean, the way in which you would have to deliver, I'm picturing Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> or would you be really sly about it? Just sneak it in with their Postmates? Right. I don't know. You know, <laughs> how do you? Like, well, considering how 
fucking rigid they've been in terms of like reckoning with the history of colonial rule there. I don't know what they do. Like mm. David Cameron, when he visited India once, he was asked directly about returning the diamond. His quote back was literally, they're not having that back. Mm. They're not having that back. Right. Like, wow. Like someone's like Deadwood DVD set. The thing you, you have that is ago. theirs. They're not having. Yeah, they're that not back. having that back. They're like, if okay. we bring it back within 300 years, you get a store credit. Right. Who knows what they're going to. So <laughs> now many South Asians are asking, like, what's good? You know, now that Elizabeth is dead and it began trending like alongside her death, like pretty much instantly on Twitter. We're like, OK, now what's up? <gasps> like we this we we're not forgetting about this fucking epic theft like Iran, Pakistan, Afghanistan and India. They all consider this diamond stolen goods, despite right. the British insistence that it was a gift that we acquired the legally. So, you know, let's just let's just fucking let's just call it that. But more than that, I think for a lot of people, just sort of the the reluctance to return the diamond sort of underscores just how the British government has just refused to really reckon with all of the atrocities of their colonial rule. And I think that's a big part of it as well. Uh, and again, I'm speaking as a, speaking on this as an American very superficially, but it's wild to just see like, Again, many countries have many things that they consider stolen. And it's just the second this thing happens, they're like, please yeah. have a reckoning with this. Like the one mm. thing which is wild is because people, there seems to be like monarchists who are like, this is a solemn day. And like, we shouldn't, you know, let's just like really, I don't have the words to speak. While many others are like, let me break down that like my parents were born under colonial rule. Here yeah. are the things that I know. And so it's just a very, the mm. the royalist take that you just described seems to also be the mainstream media take. Like it's all been like we we treat this very solemnly. Like we at Lego like need to like post <laughs> a black and white picture of like a Lego figure of the queen and be like we're we're heartbroken and in mourning over here. And you know I have a friend who's over there and had tickets to a comedy show and they just canceled it. Like the uh, like comedians were like, we this is no time to laugh was kind of right. how it seemed to me. Right. There's also like a great CNN clip where a they're interviewing a bunch of people in London on the street. And they're like, how do you feel like you must be absolutely gutted? Right. That's what you guys say. Right. Uh, and the person they interview why? is like, oh, I don't really care because of colonialism and oppression and her son being a pedophile who used the power of the cr crown to like you know, prey on people. Should I say more? And they're like, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, they said fair enough. He, 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 he did push her. He was like, uh, no, I wonder why, why you would say such a thing. And she yeah. just said all that. And he was like, oh, fair enough. Okay, 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 over here okay, we have right. some Americans. You're not a hater, are you? <laughs> yeah. So I but, wonder, I mean, I'm wondering if it's, I mean, I guess American media does this shit when, like, you know, Ronald Reagan or George H.W. Bush or, like, these mm. people who are essentially war criminals die like they do all get all solemn, even though uh, these are people who are, are monsters. But, like, we, you definitely wouldn't see comedy shows being canceled. Right. For, so I guess I'm wondering, is it that they are afraid, they just, like, don't want to put up with the bullshit from, like, the you know, Fox News viewer equivalent over there. Like, they just don't want to put the energy forward. But it's to... just part of, you know, but that part of that, it's been, you know, the monarchy has just been so 
yeah, such a big that's part my... of the culture there. So I can imagine for them, it's just like because of that, I guess it resonates in a completely different way, whether you give a shit or not. But yeah, I can see why out of like the whatever decorum that is always, you know, like the sense of decorum that's given to the the crown and all this. Like, is it a U.S. president dying? Mm. Like, a former U.S. president dying was what I had equated it to, but it might be more like a U.S. president dying or, like, a president being assassinated or something mm. like that. That feels yeah. like how they are treating it, even though she was fucking 96. I right. think we, yeah, we'd relate more if our presidents wore hats. <laughs> that's kind of the main thing uh, I'm missing. Well, yeah. our greatest president did. It was a big red one, and nobody liked oh, it. Right. Oh, right. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. But I think, you know, yeah. it's it, it it is again interesting to see all of like people come out with their takes and people being aghast with some of other people's like how could you say that? And it reminds me of like the summer of 2020, mm. you know? Yeah. Fucking white supremacist violence has been such a inbuilt part of American culture. Barely heard the words white supremacy. Yeah. During that time, we heard right. about police violence and we talked around it and I think at the end of the day this because so much of the critics, like the anger is born out of the empire and what that stands for, that it's then I don't I can't see the BBC being like, now let's kind of run down why the British Empire was so fucked up and why these people might be feeling so fucking turned up. Yeah, I think right. it's just in general, like we can't we don't have reckonings like good faith reckonings with like with our truly fucked up pasts, like on a scale like that. But mm. Don't worry, though. Not everyone is going fucking woke 5000 on us because while, you know, many people were getting their jokes off, Tucker Carlson was absolutely fucking disgusted with how these people were talking about one of the greatest <laughs> empires ever on our planet. Uh, and I'm just going to play a bit of him uh, just talking about the good old days. To this day, Britain claims to have won both of the 20th century's world wars. But together, they destroyed that nation forever. After victory came humiliation. The empire evaporated, and along with it, Britain's self-confidence and ultimately its self-respect. It's hard to believe now, but Britain wasn't always a regional banking center slash refugee camp. It was Whoa. Oh, my God. You ready? Wow. You ready? You ready? You ready? Here we go. No. Real place with a history and a language and a culture oh. and a genuinely remarkable people. Oh. A country in the North Atlantic the size of Alabama that somehow took over the world and ruled it with decency unmatched by any empire in human history. <laughs> somehow ruled it with decency. Wow. Uh, okay, but again, you see Is how right? he's already... He he's using this already to be the, you know, evaporation of white culture, white right. genocide by talking about how to turn this refugee camp. It used to have culture. OK, we'll go on. The British Empire was not perfect, but it was far <laughs> more humane than any other ever. It's gone now, barely oh, even remembered. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II was the last living link to a truly great Britain. Uh huh. Uh, he goes on to talk about what, like, in Africa, he's like, look at what happened when the British left. You have Idi Amin and, mm. like, goes down all these, like, autocrats. Right. And he's like, and now China is their new ruler. I bet they're begging for the British to come back. Wow. Okay. No, they're fucking not. And also, I can't, this, the 
most humane fucking empire ever. That that is that's just that is that's a premise that does not exist. Those that's are antithetical benefit. concepts. That is the like, benefit of uh, having an audience that doesn't read because right. we can just make shit up. You can be like, they were so nice, you guys. Like, you don't have to read wow. about any British empire history, you guys. <laughs> they were like so nice. Living under British rule was like super tight. Actually. They loved it. And you can People believe me because behind me is a photo of a lion. The graphics <laughs> they're using are so bizarre. One is just like yeah. an old timey like buggy, and then yeah, it switched right. to a graphic of like oh. a lion next to the. <laughs> right, exactly. And I mean, like but, colonization is all about power, dominance, subjugation. Right. Nothing. There's nothing fucking humane about that shit. There's just you mm. can't engage with it in a humane way because that that's just not how it works. It's like saying, "Oh, they're the most humane fucking murderer." Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm like, if you're out there murdering people, there's no humane way to do it. If you're out there kicking people off of their land saying, oh, this this is shit, this shit's mine. Mm-hmm. Also, you work here now. I don't give a fuck what you say or else I'll kill you. That's nothing fucking humane about that. But again, obviously, someone with like a white supremacist agenda would speak glowingly of a society that clearly just put people into like categories of human or non-human. Right. So no, no real surprises there. Right. And so then immediately after that, he brought on some people who lived under British rule to sp- Right. I, I have to assume to just yes, like yes, talk, yes. speak lowly about how, on. how dope it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of cool right. characters that people right. would remember. He's like, and what would Pocahontas have said? Right. <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about? Mm. Right. Fucking terrible for everybody. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's just it's interesting how, again, like what we see from the like just from outside of. Uh, England, like what those responses are. You have many people saying like, we do not forget the fucking terrors of living under this rule. Right. And like, let's maybe rectify that. And then again, this is also given fodder to like ghouls like fucking Tucker Carlson right. to like make it yeah. about how... He's really using the soft focus filter. I don't know if they're using some kind of new lens on Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> not to be superficial, but I'm looking yeah, at it. Yeah, no, it like... feels... It looks like an interview on God. Real Housewives, right? It's like a totally talking head does. segment from Real Housewives. It's very soft glow about there's you. There's soft Tucker. glow. There's there's definitely a touch of Juvederm involved. Yeah, you know. But shout out to his his uh, representative, right? Right. They, they got to argue that they got to get that in the contract. His it's glam like, squad. Will not be shot. Yeah, yeah. Got to be shot with a nice bloom. Right. Me. Mm. Wow. All right. Well, let's take a break. Yeah. We'll we'll be okay. right back to talk about texting bubbles and the the various colors. The blue <laughs> bubble versus the green bubble wars are upon us. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. We're back. The new episode should be, the new episode should be called Snopes and Fanta. There you go. <laughs> Snopes, like, Fanta. You guys just missed the brain. enthralling back and forth about what the origins of Fanta. Or maybe you didn't. It's totally yeah. up to Justin. He, Look, can, he can leave it in if you'd like. Either way. There is a reason, though, you may not be experiencing a lot of Fanta in your local store because rail workers are ready to strike. Uh, Um, What is it this time? Okay, hold on, Jack. Let me just set the table for you here. Okay, so companies for years have prioritized maximum profits, which has led to understaffing and general negligence of the rail infrastructure, for example. In America? Yes. What? Like a, a typical, like if you're like a like a train, if driving a train uh, going from Chattanooga to Atlanta, it took about five to six hours in the 80s. Now mm. it takes around 12 because, again, understaffing, negligence, the infrastructure is not great. Jesus. And a lot of this, too, is now the just work. It's just been more intense, uh, more intense business on the rails because of the increased demand for goods from people just ordering shit more and more online. And right now, two large rail unions, the International Association of Sheet Metal, Air, Rail and Transportation Workers, Transportation Division, Smart TD, and the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers and Trainmen are ready to strike with up to like 140,000 plus people. Okay. This would be the first mass railroad strike since 
the 1980s. I think it was since 1980, potentially. And these workers aren't really necessarily complaining about wages. What they're really the biggest sticking point in these negotiations is that they're fighting to have just a decent quality of life, because as it stands, when these workers have a day off, they're always on call and they have to constantly check in to see if they're going to get called in up until like midnight. And then they know like they'll have the day off. Like it's very unpredictable. And like they never have any semblance of being able to like live their life. And because of this, even when they think they have days off, means they're missing doctor's appointments. They're missing birthdays. They're missing the births of children. They can't bike. They can't park their bikes on the bike racks. Fuck. (laughs) This is how this is how out of control this shit. But this is all because, again, (laughs) the rail companies or the railroads, they would rather run these workers ragged with 80 to 90 hour work weeks then actually just invest in hiring more people. And the what sort of is now at stake here is that Congress, because of the Railway Labor Act, it does a couple things that helps the railroads. First is that the Railway Labor Act, it's it it basically doesn't cover these workers uh, for federal overtime protection. The only thing that they get is like a guarantee of like 10 hours between shifts every 24 hours. So it's like if you're working a tent like 10 hours in between shifts, depending on how far you like live from your place of work or where you have to be, that might not even be enough to actually sleep and like do shit that you might have to just as a normal person who is in the in-between times of not working. And second, the Railway Labor Act, because of it, Congress can step in and stop a strike and force workers to accept a contract unilaterally. Mm-hmm. And so what right about now, the Senate parliamentarian, though? Can't that person step in? <laughs> well, it depends on who it benefits. Yeah, that's what I was know? thinking. Exactly. I was just thinking, yeah. like, yeah. the Senate parliamentarian yeah. will not step in on this one. They're like, yeah. no, 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 you can go ahead and do that. But yeah. right now, other unions have agreed to deals that have been sort of like the government was like trying to intervene to really stop this strike from happening because it's, it would be a massive disruption, obviously, because of the amount just, of shit we move. Just right? got a news thing from my phone. The mm-hmm. Washington Post says Amtrak cancels all long distance trains beginning Thursday as rail systems brace for potential strike. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I mean, by the time you hear this, it, it may be happening. All because so right now, one of the deals that the government has intervened on and put on the table, some unions have like have accepted this was like a 24 percent wage increase over five years. But a lot of people point out with inflation where it's at, that's actually that's a nothing. pay cut. Yeah, that's you're not even keeping. That's keeping not with inflation. So that's nothing. Let's Assuming move it on. keeps up at this pace. The other offer now is that they're trying to negotiate. They're like, well, we can get you guaranteed time off to go to the doctor and that's it. And that doesn't seem too attractive to the people that also want to be able to, again, have a life. All of these people, like constantly these union members and workers, all they're saying is, I can't I can't fucking ever know when I have time to, like, see my kids or my grandkids. I'm sorry. Do they think that when the queen died, they became the queen of England? Because go to the doctor whenever you want. Get the fuck out of here. Who do you think you are? It's in bad taste to go to the doctor because, you know, someone died somewhere. (laughs) but you hear people saying this is my living situation my work situation you'd be like that's fucked up at a minimum you got to have time to fucking spend like see your fan like live like someone whose life isn't all work well i've been reading about this and talking about it quite a bit because this is like someone smart i didn't think of this but they were like if you're like when they were talking about unionizing Starbucks, so they're talking about unionizing Amazon warehouses or things like that. And they're like, oh, that's going to make our business. That's going to fuck up our business model. That's because if you have a business that's built on violating labor laws, 
then that's not a business. Yeah. Right. And that's like, that's why I'm so glad that unions are, you know, some seems to, of course, this is like me just watching the news and being like, unions are making a comeback. You know, I don't know how much, how significant it is, but every time a Starbucks gets unionized or, I mean, this is obvious stuff. Like, yeah. Workers get abused without unions. I mean, it's 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 as simple as that. And, and, and you know, you got people peeing in bottles and not being able to go to doctor's appointments. And it's all in the name of the executives of these companies. The stat is, I forget what the stat is exactly, but it used to be the CEOs of companies made, whatever, 20 times the income of their lowest paid worker or whatever. Yeah. whatever. And now it's like 220,000 times. It's not that high, but it's, it's like something. No, like, it's I like, mean, it might as well be. It's it's 20,000 times as high. So it's not a mystery. And it's a, that's the thing is like, there's this constant lie that the 1% or the, you know, the, the, the wealth hoarders have that somehow this has always been the way it's been. And it hasn't been. It's been like since the early 90s when they started making full-time people temp workers and saying, hey, what are they going to do if we cut their pensions? What are we going right. to do if we make them on call all the time? You know, oh, my, nothing? my brother oh. pointed out the other, he mentioned the fucking Iraq war, sending the fucking National Guard. Inst- the National Guard was not supposed to be deployed overseas. They're like, right. what are they going to do about it? It's just right. this the gradual erosion of of like a social contract. It's just yeah. like, the, and, and I'm so glad that these fucking people are in some way getting, because they're just abusing workers just to pay their fucking dividends. Right. Yeah. And, you know, this one of the guys who is quoted in this um, this American Prospect article about like the impending strike, he talks about like what it's been like just because of the pandemic. Quote, I don't know what happened during the pandemic that woke everybody up. And I'm talking about all of America. But, yeah, they had a big effect. People are saying now there's something more to life than wasting it on the railroad or at my job. And that's true across the board. I think it's helped people reestablish different priorities in their lives. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, countless people saying this is this strike needs to happen. Quote, this is not about money. This is about quality of life. This is about getting time off with your family. And, and remembering think, right. that people the, the people don't know what trains are even for. They think trains are like some relic of the past. They don't know how they get their shit. Right. And the, right. The, 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 the pandemic and the supply chain stuff is just highlighted for Americans who think this shit comes out of the air. That that, that if you don't fucking support your workers and your infrastructure, you know, yeah. I mean. I, I thinking about people at Starbucks being like, where's my mocha? You know what I mean? Like, and during mm-hmm. the pandemic, people were like, they were like, the poor workers are like, we have no mocha here. And they're like, what do you right. mean? You know, it's like, how? Just fucking kick the wall. It's must a be mocha in- tree. Yeah, exactly. Like, there must be mocha in here. It comes yeah. out of the ground or whatever. Just put a CVS and get some mocha. Yeah, they don't, you know, it's like a train. Right. Right. What they're the like, fuck? Oh, wait to hear about all your other consumer electronics. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a like. A boat? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You fucking asshole. But like you look at again, right? Like we're saying anybody with half a heart and a human soul says, yeah, you need time to fucking be with your family. Otherwise, you this what how how different is this from just to, like forced labor, indentured servitude where you're like, no, your whole existence is actually built on you working for me, not you right. having a life. Fuck out of here. But, you know, because I think most people. You haven't seen this talked about because I think the stakes are so clear. Like every time you, we talk about these these unions forming or disputes they're having with contracts, you'll always hear me like, yep, I side with them. Like if I right. hear about it, I'm never being like these people are trying to bite off more than they can shoot. No, you're like, damn, they're getting violated like that. They're trying to get the bare minimum. Exactly. Yeah. And you look at places like Bloomberg, right? Their front page right now. It's actually been overtaken by the Amtrak closures. 
But earlier, the the main headline was, quote, U.S. rail strike risks stoking inflation at worst possible time. Right. Like what? Yeah, it's like locking your bike at the worst possible time. Yeah. It's this is <laughs> See what just... I did? Yeah, call back. <laughs> call back to me. It's called a callback. I hope you're taking notes. Like uh... <laughs> Then there are a couple other articles underneath that. Not just freight. The rail strike may be coming for US commuters. Another one. Crop car shipments set to halt on US <laughs> rail strike threat. White House weighs emergency decree to keep vital goods on rails if there's a strike. Not one fucking mention that these people are working 80 to 90 hour fucking weeks, can barely see their families. They're in like working unfathomable hours into their 60s and beyond and are still, you know, we're like, oh, this couldn't come at a worse time. You want to borrow the car? You can't have a strike this close to an election. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that's why uh, and that's why it's interesting. Now on Bloomberg, the friend says opinion. Congress won't let a rail dispute cripple the U.S. Right. Which means they'll step in and which sound which is pressure, which is pressure, you know, because the railroads know what it is. They can force Congress's hand because they have the ability to be like, all right, well, this is the contract. I'm sorry. That's it. That's that. Right. And they're counting on that rather than just, you know, taking the fucking millions of millions of dollars they make and just making a couple couple million less so these people can you know maybe work like fucking 70 hour work weeks i don't know what the fuck right but yeah and i think they know and with this constant thing because a lot of the rail the railroads have told shipping companies hey we can't take certain kinds of cargo because we got to prepare for this strike and that's already affecting the markets and they know oh see they got election coming up if i fucking hold the economy hostage as an employer <laughs> we'll see what happens Oligarchs um, owning news outlets will be the death of 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 us all. Yeah. I, I really believe that. Oh, because yeah. because it's it's as simple as that. Now, you know, that guy bought CNN. You know, it's like this is not people still are trained to take these outlets seriously. And as long as billionaires are allowed to buy like multiple outlets and you know, I mean the the fair, what do you call it? The the, the old rules of media ownership. Right. You know, are, are essential. I mean, like, this is the thing. It's like what those headlines you're reading, you know, it's like that's all because billionaires own the goddamn newspaper. I mean, otherwise it would be. I mean, whatever, the headline would be different. Right. And I, also all the speculation. I I just wrote my most recent advice king column about one of those New York Times op ed writers who like not to mention all the substack motherfuckers, these old white dudes who are like talking about, you know, do people understand the value of work? And it's like, fuck you motherfuckers. Like, you know, it's like the New York times if it was under different ownership would not allow these people to speculate about this nonsense. It's not a question of like whether people want to work. It's a question of what's the quality of the fucking work. It's not, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like you, you give someone a job with absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's a dishonest argument. Nobody doesn't want to work. Also, it's a dishonest argument because you have to work in a capitalist society or you're on the fucking street. All that's happening is everybody is like facing like, well, at the moment, I don't really feel like having my life ruined. So I guess I'll take money from mom or I'll move into mom's house. I mean, that's what's happening, if anything. But there's nobody who's like got the luxury of being like, I don't think I want to work in America. That doesn't exist. So it's a false discussion. 
It's just a matter of, do you want to fucking drive your own car to deliver sandwiches, you know, while you're paying off student loans? And right. that, that's not a question of, it's not, you know, that, yeah, that's not, it's not a referendum on whether or not people like, like the think work is noble or whatever it is that these fucking rich people think people yeah, sit well, around doing. It's, it's all, the, <laughs> it's all these like tools don't work anymore. Like shaming people into being like, well, nobody wants to work anymore. And that's why I think there's like that whole pushback to quiet quitting too, which is like they caught wind of the fact that people are like just setting boundaries in their own minds with how they like survive the toil of working. And they're like, well, there's a way to you can get quiet fired too. Like, right. You know what? Dude, it doesn't matter. Like people don't give a fuck because like to Chris, your point, the if right now it's just like it's this or be on the street. Right. So I'll make that work. Like if, if however fucking way I have to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, it's, it's, it's just, um, I've been alive for the whole thing. You know, I remember, I remember when, when temp people jobs like to work. were like, people were working 40 hours a week and they were calling it temp work, you know, and I knew that something was wrong. You know, that was the early nineties. Right. I, I didn't know that it would lead to absolutely stripping every benefit in the world, but I knew, and we all knew. And we're talking about back then, like, this is bullshit, like, mm -hmm. but realizing that we were powerless and that's the problem is there's no, you know, if there's no union and I think about show business, you know, all these like people who want to be in show business it's, at this point, it's like, do you even want to be an artist or you just want to be safe? Show business has strong unions. The reason right. why people get paid in fucking show business is because of unions. Healthcare. There was yeah. no fucking union, like no SAG, no whatever the fuck else there is um, <laughs> after if there was no AFTRA, I'm I'm actually um, what do you call it? Uh, when you're SAG eligible, SAG eligible, SAG eligible. Wendell Berry, no, is it was it Taft Hartley? <laughs> yes, that's it. I'm Taft Hartley. Taft Hartley. Yeah, I'm Taft Hartley. Wendell for life. Berry. <laughs> Taft Hartley for life. I got that back. Yeah, tattoo. Wendell Berry for life. <laughs> I could never get that second gig. Well, Chris, as always, truly a pleasure having you, man. Where can people find you, follow you, all that? I like stuff? the way you just cut me off like hardcore. <laughs> Did you? Chris, Chris. Sorry, I didn't. Chris. I don't care. I don't care. I like it. Was it was just the Zoom delay. I need it. I need it. <laughs> I'm going to just keep talking about this stuff as soon after I turn off our fucking Zoom <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I'm going to be like, and that's why. <laughs> to a water ski. There's a water ski in the corner I'm going to say all this shit to. You heard that, right? Yeah, right. You fucking motherfucking water ski. I'm weeping. <laughs> You're part of the problem. Fucking rich people water ski, you piece of shit. Oh, so you think the bike locks should be all bike oh, yeah. should be shut down too? I bet you, you wish you were water skiing right now, you piece of shit. At a time like this, Queen Elizabeth's corgi died. Okay, I stopped. All right, that's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He, he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.
Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 